podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Still using a manual razor? Join the facial hair revolution with the Philips Norelco One Blade. This innovative tool lets you trim, edge, and shave your beard or stubble with ease. One Blade, your style, made simple. Available in Walmart. To 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Go! Welcome to the second ever Touchy Gunas podcast. My name is Lewis and uh, I'm joined by uh, Leroy again. How you doing, man? What's going on? You good? Yeah, man, I'm good. Two pods in a row for you. I know, I know, I know. You know what? Yeah, I'm being a bum, so I'm not working that much. So yeah, let's record the podcast, innit? Well, that's something I've never heard from you before. So. I don't know. I've been noticing a few different things in your mentality recently. So, we'll, but we'll yeah, get yeah. onto that. We'll get onto yeah, that. Yeah, said all right. We got German Dan. Yeah, man, I'm back. You're back again, I'm man. Back. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm here to to back my Uzo guy, man. Yeah. This year we're coming back, man. Mm. The surgeons. Is... Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to it. Um, hey, uh, I just bought some football index stock, so I have to. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Uh, and we've got a new guest, Adrian. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Good evening. Good evening. So we we don't know much about you, Adrian. But like, where, where what is your stance? Um, like, are you Emery in, Emery out? Because I feel like Anton has brought you in to to provide a little bit of like contrast and opinions. 
Yeah, I'm a bit of an Emre in. I think we need okay. the change. I think he's brought the change. Mm. Um, so I'm 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 Emre in. Yeah. All right, then, man. Um, where can people? Are you on Twitter and social media and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm slowing it though. I'm gonna step That's up right. my, my my. We'll get you some followers. Oh, what's your at name? Oh, it's a coach one. So I've got to get another one because that's my coaching one. I'm a life coach on the side. Okay. So, yeah. But you don't want to give that one out? Um, it's... Nah, not that nah, one. Nah, you can't <laughs> do that because you're going to have bare football Twitter needs. I'm not creating that one. Yeah, don't want to get any sack, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we start, make sure to use the hashtag um, Touchline Fracas. Um, anything you disagree with, Anything that you enjoy. I hope you like the intro music, by the way. That took me a fucking ages to do it, all right? So you guys better bloody appreciate it. Um, Lewis is doing his full Tim Westwood, taking credit for the black man's achievements. Yeah, I, okay, I am, cool. actually. I am, I am doing that. Full yeah. Tim Westwood. Appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to uni like, raise. Matt's like, talking like he wrote a song, you know. I'm <laughs> no still going to uni raise, mashing work. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh. I... Guys, just remember, we do have our live event on the 11th of August, so tickets, I know tickets are going really fast, um, so get your tickets while you can, they're on shibs.com, um, you'll be able to come down and watch the uh, the live game, which will be uh, Newcastle against Arsenal, and then some other random game, which is on at 4 o'clock, no one really cares about it, but um, get your tickets at shibs.com, and we'll have a live podcast afterwards, there's going to be booze, so if I see Pepe, Seblos link up, Listen, Hennessy all around on me, innit? That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, get your tickets for that. <laughs> You're still popping bottles. Well, I didn't take bottles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vegas money. I didn't take bottles. I've got, I've got a bottle that I bought duty-free, and I'll, I'll pour it. Lose the plug, innit? <laughs> all right, guys, let's start with the game today. Um, were you surprised at how weak the lineup was? Nah, man. All the all the big boys probably didn't want to show up. Like I said, Ceballos probably said, "Like Emery, I'm not, I'm not going to Angus, bro. What would you want me to go there for? There's mm. Barcelona next week. Like, leave me at home." Yeah. Now nah, you know what? Really and truly, it's, it was probably wasn't a big game. It probably was a one game too many, really. So I, I just think he decided, "Ah, let's just go take the kids and that." It wasn't. They weren't really serious about this game, and you could tell when they approached. To be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, we have had quite a lot of friendlies this this season, haven't we? It felt it feels a lot more active than a. A Wenger preseason in recent years because I remember a preseason where we maybe only had like four friendlies or so against Austrian fifth division sides. Yeah, in the, in the Austrian training camp. But um, I feel it's like a marketing thing, isn't it? Because a lot of a lot of these preseason tours now are marketing like the Champions Cup and the um, mm. Audi. Yeah, Cup. definitely, I agree with that. <clears throat> so yeah, you're just getting your you're getting your face out there to the new markets, and I think that's what it's about. Yeah. I don't know what market we were getting ourselves out to today against uh, Angers. That must have been oh, part of like the Ren Rad, uh, what's his name, Ren Adelaide deal or something like that, right? Well, French wine farmers buy shirts too, B. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we got to give them some promo, of course. Um, yeah. So, did anyone? I don't know who caught the game. Because I caught bits and pieces of it, um, but when same I saw the lineup, I wasn't really too. Interesting. If I'm, I want the whole thing like a muppet. So. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You're a fiend. That's right, man. So Bob, right. I am a idiot. <laughs> I tell you. So, so did anyone stand up for you? Because what I saw, it was quite a, and a bit of an abject. As you said, like people didn't really seem fussed about the game. So, um, did you, did anyone stand out to you? I know Zach uh, Medley played at the back. What you know, people were touting him as maybe a um, a potential. He had a disaster class. Yeah, yeah. Zach awful. Medley, disaster class. He, he did he was... play right back? Did he? Oh, no, centre back. Oh, was he left, 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 left. Okay. 
terrible. He mm. was terrible. Like his feet were all over the place. God damn. He, he was giving the ball away. Like he, he got hooked at half time. He was mm. a mess. So um, in terms of standout, like it's difficult because you could tell everyone was kind of on a lay lay. No one was really serious about the game. Yeah. Um, in the first fifteen minutes, Genduzi stood out head and shoulders above anyone else on our team. It's like yeah, he's he's just miles better than anyone that we had out today. Mm-hmm. Um, no some may really... say this is Genduzi's level. Some certain nah. United, so United, some Mugga fans, yeah, they yeah, might. Yeah. Yeah, no, forget them, man. But yeah, um, Genduzi stood out head and shoulders, in my opinion. Um, I don't really think anyone was particularly great or bad. Um, I mean, I was talking. You mentioned before, Martinelli, though. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, before yeah. the pod, I was mentioning Martinelli. Yeah. Like Martinelli, for me, in my opinion, he technically doesn't look good. He, he's not good technically, but. I was saying before the pod, when you just watch him, I feel that there is a nine in there waiting to explode. Mm. I feel that he, the way he plays the game, it just stinks of a striker. Like it, he just looks like a striker. The way he moves is like a striker. Mm. His attributes are like a striker, face and goal. So I feel like when he gets a bit older, a bit stronger and stuff, because the thing is, even when you just look at when the ball drops in the box, he's there um, and he's decent at shooting and he hits the target. Well, no, it doesn't hit the target. He's, he's close. He's either close or he's hitting the target. Mm. So, um, is there a player he's very you like in him box. too? Um, this is what I was saying. Like, before the pod, I was saying he's a bit Theo Walcott-ish in a good okay, way. Okay. In, in the good attributes of Theo Walcott. He reminds me of a younger Theo Walcott when he was at Southampton without the stepovers. Or, you know, when I was screaming when um, Aubameyang was in Celestia and I was saying we should sign him from there. Yeah. He reminds me of a little bit of a Bamiang from Saint Etienne, but maybe not not quite as good or not quite as polished and explosive. But he is only seven, what seventeen, just turned eighteen. Yeah. But um, there's definitely a striker in there for me. Like I, I feel like out wide, he hasn't got the technical ability. He, he can't dribble. Um, there's not really much he can do. All he can do is move off the ball and find himself in the box on um, the opposite opposite side. Yeah. But he's someone that I'm definitely keeping my eye on. Um, mm. uh, John Jules is pretty good. John Jules is actually yeah. pretty good. Um, what what kind of a striker is he? Did he did he play up front or was it? No, he played at ten. Okay. So you had okay. Nel- yeah. you had you had uh, Nketiah up front, uh, Nelson on the left, John Jules at ten, and uh, Martinelli on the right. I-, I think John Jules is actually pretty good. He's quite strong. Um, he's pretty good technically, but I mean he didn't really do much in the game, but he just showed some nice touches. Everyone was gassing Nelson's performance yeah. again. I didn't see it. I, I-, I never I never see it with Nelson. Um, I was going to ask. Yeah, I was going to ask how do you play. I'm- I like John Drews, you know, but um, yeah, Nelson. That's just. I think he, in the Lyon, the Lyon game, he was decent, you know, but um, again, like sometimes he just doesn't really do it. I haven't seen the game today, but um, I kind of trust the analysis on this, and um, I just hope he, I just hope he explodes. That's my hope, and, and I'm trying to be hopeful. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, did anyone else? Did anyone what, else? What uh, about Willock? Um. How, Willock came on later. Um, he, he was pretty decent. He, but he was like standard. Like wasn't really anything special. But mm. he, you could tell him no one was really bothered. Literally, no one mm. was bothered about what was going on. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? With Willock, sorry, what I'm noticing now, there's that air of confidence, that arrogance in his performance now, where he's like, I feel comfortable at this level, and I can do a little bit more. I think that makes a little bit of a difference for him, rather than compared to the others. Like. Um, he's more established in the team he's now, a bit more established yeah. yeah he's a bit more confident on the ball mm. so even though he's not having an outstanding game he's shown that actually I'm comfortable and I can step up a gear in this game so yeah that's what I felt when I saw the last 20 minutes yeah I like that about him and Enketia. I feel like their mentality are a bit different to like Reese Nelson I feel yeah, like they're 100%. a lot more willing to take their opportunity 
I don't know if that's the right word. Not to say that, that Reese Nelson hungry. doesn't want to. But yeah, hungry is the word, isn't it? Yeah. They're hungry, man. Yeah, they definitely seem hungry. And um, I've got a lot of time for players who are, are, you know, displaying those kind of attributes rather than these lele kind of wingers who they know they're good, but don't really think, have the capacity to express it. And I think the other thing for me as well, it's not that about being hungry, it's about being assured in your performance. And they're quite assured now. Mm. That That's what I feel like. All right, I'm confident in this. I know what I can do. Where like Nelson's like trying to do a little bit extra to make sure he's noticed, mm. and yeah, sometimes it's a yeah, bit yeah. too much. Fair enough. I think I think because he's settled what? after scoring in the Premier League. I think that's kind of settled him down. He's, he feels at home now. I think he wants to he wants to make it Arsenal. Obviously, it's difficult with the strikers we have, but um, I think he I think he's confident to kind of play in around this kind of level if it's in the Championship or um, for another Premier League team. Um, but yeah, what were you going to say, Leroy? No, I think the opposite. I think Nketiah is showing the desire, but I think he hasn't settled. And I feel that oh, okay. I think that what show, what shows that is the way he is in front of goal, because mm. he's very very good in terms of his movements in front of goal, and he has been at under twenty threes, under eighteens, all the way through. Um, he's improved in his general play a lot, but I feel like now when he comes to senior level, he's so desperate to score that when he's in front of goal, he's snatching at things, he's getting his stride pattern wrong, he's getting his feet wrong, he's mm. not getting himself set, he's not striking the ball well. I feel like all he needs is a cup, a good run of someone to trust him, to say, Emery, say, look, I'm going to give you the Europa League games up front, that's you. Yeah. And he just needs a good run against. And once he starts scoring, even though I don't think he's good enough for Arsenal long term, I feel like he will keep nicking goals at this level. And I think if he actually did get a good run, I think he could get all comps like double figures. Oh, really? For the season, yeah, yeah, I think he's a goal scorer. He's another one. He's a goal mm. scorer, but mm. I just feel I like he needs to get the first few goals and relax in front of goal, mm. so it comes naturally because he's really so desperate at the moment. And then so that's why he's yeah. settled. And then shot him to Bournemouth yes. for like forty mil next summer. <laughs> uh, he's not light skinned enough. He's not light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did to our former man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, They're signing another one as well. You know, today I had a link with some some other Dutch light skinned. Some Dutchy, yeah. yeah. That's a chinicle, Ed, right. Eddie Howe loves it, man. <laughs> Eddie Howe's probably got a lighty girlfriend as well. <laughs> Bruv, he probably does, but uh, I don't even want to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> Eddie Howe's, I think Eddie Howe's got some troubles in his life. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the the Leon game then, which was you know a bit more um, uh, not intense, but you know we saw a lot more of the first team players on show, um, and it pr- probably gave us a better I- idea of where Arsenal actually are in their their. Um, their shape heading into the season. So, were there any uh, stand? I, I know Aubameyang for me was unreal again. Um, he was fantastic. Um, were there anyone else to you that that stood out in that game? Yeah, Shabayos. Um, yeah. So for his little twenty-minute um, yeah, cameo. Yeah, he only had a bit of a cameo, but it just looks like he just looks like so calm. Um, everything seems easy for him. Um, he takes. Do you know what? One thing I really, um, really don't like about midfielders is when they take like reserve touches. Mm. So they're focusing on just controlling the ball rather than what can I do as right. my next move. Sounds like Ramsey. So is... <laughs> and Jacket as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shabazz is one of these players. He's just on the move. So as soon as the ball comes into his feet, he's not just stopping it. He's accelerating into the control. He's looking to exploit the space that is there. He's looking to find his teammates, even if he's on the ball four or five seconds. Maybe he should release it a bit earlier or something mm. like that. But he looks busy. 
Yeah. And then he kind of keeps the opposition guessing. He keeps the opposition on his toes. Yeah. On their toes, and he he creates for that way. He creates space in the final third. Yeah. And I really feel that if if Emery utilizes him re- well this year in um, combination with Uzo, that they could have a very good partnership. And mm-hmm. um, just because Salah can find him in the final third, and Uzo doesn't have to worry about coming deep anymore because it's not really his game. He can do it a little bit, but um, it's better just getting the ball off someone that is the link man. And I really feel I really I'm really quite excited for surprise to play and I hope Emmy uses him straight away. And um, I said before we started recording that I'm a bit worried that Emmy would try to settle him slowly, but um, I hope he uses him straight away because um, we need to have quality on the pitch. Yeah, and he's definitely quality. So. Was it it, it? it was encouraging to me that obviously he brought him on uh, centre midfield straight away. Um, so. To me, that was a big sign of encouragement. Um, and it's it's so refreshing to, because we haven't had a midfielder like him since Kazula. You know, someone that you can just give the Facts. ball to under Facts. any, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, under 100%. any circumstance. You know, he, he was receiving the ball under a lot of pressure from, you know, and uh, Leon's midfield is quite physical and intense. You know, they uh, they had some big boys in there and uh, players with a lot of energy. And um, oh, say, say, what, say what P- you want to say. How many, how many PC times <laughs> do you want to use? I didn't say any PC there, did I? Liz! <laughs> he was dancing around it. Listen, you see <laughs> these pundits. This is how they got to start doing it. If they want to keep being racist in the media, right? Yeah, they've got to start doing it this way. But um, yeah, so like it was quite refreshing to have um, someone like him who can just get you out of trouble. Nick fouls, like he nicked quite a few fouls, um, which is something I feel like we've missed because um, last season we really struggled to get out of pressure. And um, rah, sirens, who got the sirens? Oh, so yeah, um, yeah. So it's uh, I feel like it's really important to have a player in our team who's going to get us out of pressure and just you know just relieve some of that um, well pressure that we're under. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, defensively, definitely. you know. And um, he can only do that from midfield. So I think it's really important that he does uh, play in midfield for us. It's just this ball reception. I think that's one of the it's one, it's a very underrated um, aspect of footballers in general, ball reception. Mm. As in, when the ball comes, I'm turning instantly. I know exactly where I'm going to go afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then, um, which is, I do kind of like Jack's passing range and stuff, but he's one of them players that's just, everything is too slow. Um, like, it's just... I, I like players like Shabayas, um turning quickly, moving the ball quickly, um, one twos, um, exploring the space. So I'm I'm quite I'm quite excited for this signing, as you can tell. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm just looking forward to what he could bring to the team and how Emery looks to deploy him. Yeah. Um, as you said, centre midfield is the is the is the position for him. Yeah, especially um, since a lot of teams want to press us, um, a lot of teams press in the prem. Um, definitely someone that can play through the press turn. On the ball and stuff, so we we need to really utilize them well, and we need to, as a, as we all know, we need to maximize the players that we have at our disposal to really achieve our targets this year. And um, yeah. yeah, does anyone have any uh, reservations about Sebaos? Yeah, me. Okay. Uh, Why am I not though, surprised to hear that? No, nah, no. Nah, you know what? I'm I'm a big fan of Sebaos, so mm. I'm, I'm a big fan. My only reservation is it's not about him as a player; it's mm. about playing him in the pivot. Because I was saying this earlier in group chat. Mm. <sighs> A Ceballos Torreira midfield in the Premier League worries me in a double pivot, double pivot. I I hope I mean it's got enough technical quality and it's got a lot of attributes that you'd want, but it, I just feel like it lacks too much physicality. And mm. against teams like Watford with Decore and Capoue, mm. 
you, I just, even Spurs with Indombele and Wanyama or mm. something like that, mm. you're just going to get overrun. Mm. So even though I would, Sabayos in the at the base of midfield makes so much sense to be able to progress the ball to Ozil, etc. Yeah. Um, even with Ozil in the team, I, I just do not see it in a lot of games. Maybe a lot of home games against teams that we're definitely going to beat. Yeah. But I just feel like we do need a bit more robustness and a bit more um, who, who athleticism energy in the middle. Who is that player no, for you then? Can do that. No, we're just gonna. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to play one of um, Shaka and Genduzi with 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 Torreira in midfield because mm. in terms of our options, it's not ideal. Yeah. But that's gonna give us at least the most physicality. So we we get overrun anyway. If we get completely overrun, you just you're just gonna lose a lot of games and mm. you're gonna create a lot of defensive opportunity, um, offensive opportunities for the other team. Yeah. So I I mean I have no no reservations about Savas as a player. He's a baller. But in terms of that two, which a lot of people want to see, and I do want to see it, I hope yeah. it works. Mm. But I do have reservations about it. Okay, fair enough. Call, call me a madman, but um, we, we talked about Ramsey's ball reception, for example, not being the greatest. But you do really need players that stretch the game and um, where the opposition through their runs. So we need someone that is. Um, Ramsey gave us physicality to some degree in midfield. So whenever mm. he missed, you could kind of tell. Yeah. Even though his technical ability from deep is, is, is just not great, but um, he, give, he gives you a, a different edge. And then um, I think we probably lack that profile. Um, call me a madman, but I think um, if we can get a half decent deal for Kadira, I'm having him because I think we can use, uh, use him in the big games. Just have another big body in there. <laughs> Who are you talking about? No. Who are you talking about? Kadira, no way. Kadira, okay. Uh, I, I, I was going to ask about that, but we'll get we'll get onto that later on in the pod. We'll get onto that later on yeah, the pod. Yeah, we can do that, yeah. Um, okay, what about Reese Nelson? Because this was the game for me where kind of like put some doubt in my mind that okay this kid might actually be decent um and he's i feel like he finally started to show what uh the rest of twitter and you know also all all of these like you know top reds uh have been banging on about and um yeah what what are you guys yeah these yeah the top not the touchy gooners the uh the top gooners um yeah, what what was you guys' thoughts on on Nelson's performance, particularly uh, from the left? No one wants to go now. <laughs> oh, wow. that, right, I thought you guys would be chomping at the bit to get to Nelson. You know, I was I was kind of waiting um, for someone else to chop in, but no, I, I think, as I said, yeah, go on. Andrew. I think for me, Nelson, he will do things okay, and for me, I kind of link him to a Redmond but not as polished as Redmond so he will do things he will kind of chip in and, in and out of the game but it's not consistent enough and I don't think there's enough quality at the end of his of his game so whatever he's going to decide to do there's not enough quality or consistent quality in that mm. um, and I see him making blind crosses in the game I was like you're just crossing for the sake of it you're not even putting it in a dangerous area you're just mm. kicking it in there mm. and that's not quality for me like, at this level now you should be able to be picking out a ball where it's going to put threat on the keeper put the keeper under pressure or the defence yeah. and he does not do that for me enough okay I would agree that exactly I agree because for me a lot of the time when I look at young players and their development I feel like okay what do you bring now and then what do I think you can add to your game which is going to see you rise to the level that's required Nelson has some nice attributes so in this game against Leon, he showed pace um, he showed he could be quick off the mark he showed he could be a little bit tricky but um, I think um, as Adrian said when he got into the final third the quality was lacking mm. so what you need in the final third at a top quality team is one you need 
some kind of end product and that's going to be delivery that's going to be finishing etc and then a big big part of it is you need the quality to hold the ball so moves don't break down yeah um ideally you'd have both but you need at least one and for me nelson lacks in terms of keeping the ball and it, it breaks down quite a lot so he has a lot of turnovers mm-hmm. and then he doesn't have the quality in end product at all either mm-hmm. like he, do, he does have a few nice attributes but i just don't see i i, I really i really don't see it i, I don't see anything else that's just my opinion on him. What do you guys think? Do you think we would be able to package him up and sell him for good profit in the Premier League? Like, if he gets a couple of good games, a couple of goals in the Premier League, I feel like his stock would rise a little bit. And because yeah. I don't think he'd probably be good enough for Arsenal, but yeah, yeah. we would sell him to like 100%. Yeah, definitely 100%. Um, like, I mean, the thing is, he'd probably be good enough to have a Premier League career. I'm just talking about we're trying to level. be yeah. at a top level, top four uh, Champions League. That's what yeah. we're trying to be. And I just, I don't see, I do, I do not see him getting there. Yeah. I do not see him getting there. Like, I, I see more in Saka potentially getting there than mm. Reece Nelson getting there. Who, who would yeah, you I say out of, the, out of the youngsters, uh, the, the young wide men, um, who would you, and, uh, and I'm including um, Emil Smith-Rowe in that, who would you guys say is number one, the most polished and who has the better end product right now? Emil Smith-Rowe. So it looks like he's going on loan to Wolfsburg, right? So he's, um, well, I did see a rumor about that. I don't know how true it is, but uh, I, that would be an interesting move for him if he if he was to go. <clears throat> um, all right, let's move on uh, then. Because I don't think his last loan worked out, did it? Though? He's like, he, got he got injured. He got injured. Yeah. yeah, he got injured. So I think this will be his first real stint. Um, you know, it 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 raised Nelson's stock quite a bit. So maybe. Uh, Dan, you said about football index. Maybe we can put a uh, a, a bit on a uh, Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Germany seems to be about... the hype league, doesn't it? Where uh, players seem to get a lot of attention. <laughs> Listen, um, the the thing with Emil Smith Rowe is, um, at Leipzig, he obviously was injured. He didn't didn't get to play that much, but they still wanted to keep him on for a year. And mm. I don't want to shit on Nelson because I still think there's a good player in him, and I, and I'm hopeful for him to do well. Um, but it was different with uh, with Nelson, um, as in the, the the interest wasn't as strong from Hoffman to say, listen, we want him for another year. Yeah. So whereas Leipzig really tried, so it kind of shows you that he didn't even play, and they wanted him to they stay on. And Leipzig are much better than Hoffman, so mm-hmm. um, I think in most roles, uh, Smith Rowe is probably the the most talented player we have probably coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really I'm really gonna keep an eye on his um, on his development. Um, talking about football index and development, I, I, I put a, I put a couple. Um, Couple of pounds on Amiachi and um, his oh, stock yeah. <laughs> dropped yeah. a lot when he when he started. <laughs> <down. laughs> How did it drop? How did it drop? Like, it dropped a lot, bro. I really? like, it dropped a lot, man. I'm just had to firm that. What? <laughs> and uh, a lot of people get onto me for shitting on these young players. I would love nothing more than Nelson to explode and be a first team regular. Mm. That would make me so happy. Someone from the academy, a young black boy from from London that would be amazing but I just I just have to call it as I see it so yeah, yeah we have to be we have to be objective man so yeah fair enough alright let's move on because um, well even though it's not confirmed I think we're pretty safe now uh, am I right in saying that? can I say that can I say it yet <laughs> well I mean we've like, seen him at the ground didn't it so like he was yeah, holding yeah. an Arsenal bag you know the, all the yeah, club officials yeah. are holding Pepe shirts and stuff like that so yeah. it looks the like trick. we're yeah. almost home and dry so all right, let's let's talk about Pepe. Uh, rumors today that um, obviously he's going to be what was it ninety thousand pound a week? I don't know how we've managed that um, because I I thought he would be on you know maybe one twenty one thirty. So that seems like it's good business and maybe is another factor into uh, why we went for Pepe and not for someone else. 
Um, just thoughts on Pepe as a player and where we see him fitting in, um, what position he's going to play, and what that means for the the team shape and other players play, uh, currently in the team as well. Does anyone have any strong opinions yeah. on that? I know Leroy probably does, but I think he's going to be the coming off the right. I think. To be fair, Emery wants to go back to the four-two-three-one and use that formation as much as possible this season. Mm-hmm. If we get tyranny, um, but that's his formation, or in the number ten and odd games up front. I think that's where we're going to see him just coming in, utilizing his pace and his left foot. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's definitely his best position. I, the only concern I have with that being his best position is that means Aubameyang is going to be shifted uh, out to the left. If we stick with the four-two-three-one, because I feel like Emery's yeah. gonna stick with Lacquer up front. I don't feel like Aubameyang's gonna play up front. And as good as Aubameyang has been in preseason, he's been our best player in preseason. I think we could all probably unan- unanimously agree on that. Um, he's a sh- he's just not the same player on the left. His explosiveness is not going to count for much. He's not good enough on the ball to you know to beat players out there in a in a confined space. Um, I, I just that's the only downside I see of signing Pepe and playing him on the right does anybody want breakfast guys let's go I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds why did you start with that the breakfast stampede meal it's only at McDonald's where there's a meal for every morning and nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, I think uh, in a way, our attack will be um, imbalanced. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess Emery's going to go left the Bamiyang up top, like I said, on the right Pepe. And um, I'm, I'm very excited for Pepe to sign. Um, I literally didn't think it was possible. Um, uh, I, I just thought there'd be too much competition for him from other clubs, and also um, the financial aspect. Um, like this is a this is a real coup, so I really wanted to 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 pay off. And I think the best way of paying off, obviously, would be paying him in this natural position. So, um, he has to play on the right. Anything else makes no sense, really. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got you got to look at um, Lacazette and Young. And um, ideally, you shift one of them, the one that scores less goals. Um, even though Lacazette is a, is, a, is a great player I like him quite a bit um, but I think we kind of need to um, either shift him or by, stop signing another wide man and let Lacazette and Aubameyang compete for the for the top spot we need a balanced attack as I said um, it's about um, using the, um, what we got at our disposal the best we can and if that means selling Lacazette um, then I'm, I'm here for it if you're buying like, someone like Zaha for the left um, just to have like a balanced attack I think it or make a huge difference in, in, in games that are very tight because um, I just I just think um, moment and in, in certain moments you don't want you don't want Aubameyang pick up the ball from the left driving you want him to do the run um, someone else picking up the ball from the mm-hmm. left and driving and giving it to someone and finding the pass to find Aubameyang yeah. and um, I do think Emery will um, base our team on being a counter-attacking team that's just a style and um I think Aubameyang is better suited to that than um, Lacazette. Lacazette is probably better um, suited in a winger system. But even in that system, I think like, like, um, Aubameyang will probably outscore him. So uh, at the end of the day, Aubameyang is an elite goal scorer. Um, I mean, he scored 20-plus goals in the league last year and he probably should have scored more. Actually, he should have scored more, probably. Should have scored more. And if we get a cohesive attack 
cohesive enough attack because I don't really trust Emery 100%. Um, I can see him scoring even more. So um, a balance in the attack would be would be huge. And um, Pepe can chip in with goals as well. Um, if it's balanced, of course. Yeah. Uh, Leroy, um, yeah, yeah. So Pepe, like when I was watching him in terms of his attributes, I mean, I mean we've, been, we've all been talking about it for a long time, saying that would be a player that would be good for Arsenal. I feel like Attributes-wise, yes, definitely. Like he's someone that I've been looking at. But my only concern is, does he have the quality? And we, we're not going to know until we see it. Because when I watch him, he's got uh, he's fantastic off the ball. He's fantastic physically. He's not very clean on the ball. He's not very technically clean. Um, not very secure. Creates a lot of turnovers. So um, it's it's going to be what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for seventy uh, percent of what Sanchez was. Like a Sanchez light in terms of off the ball, not even though Sanchez wasn't off the ball, but in terms of output, he's just going to be a numbers merchant. Mm-hmm. He's just going to score lots of goals and create lots of assists. Fingers crossed. In terms of how he fits into the team, um, I think him, someone like him with attributes, even though he only plays in one position and he's quite rig- well, two positions, he's quite rigid in that. I feel like because of his style, it gives us a lot of options. And we've got a lot of different ways which we can set up the attack. Now, obviously, we've got a lot of big players, so you're going to have Aubameyang off the left, Pepe off the right, Laxit up top. I'm not sure that working, especially the big games, in terms of if we set up in a counter-attack, because that's going to be electric. Like You've got Lacazette who can hold the ball very well, and you've got two absolute flyers down the wings who are both shooters as well. But in the smaller games, when we have to break down teams, I'm not sure if that's going to work. It's going to be it's going to be a difficult one because I feel like the team is a little bit imbalanced and you need more ball handlers in the team. I don't think you can get away with having Pepe and Aubameyang up wide, and that's why I feel like even though we, I would love someone different in the squad to do the job, Iwobi's going to have to come in and play on the left, that just to give the team a bit of balance because um, I don't see us breaking down attacks particularly well with though that attacking trident personally. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Well. There were links of... I don't know how true these links are, but there's links today of we're apparently still in for Zaha, despite the fact that bro, we're about to sign Pepe. Bro, if if we sign Zaha, a centre-back in Tierney, I said we're winning the league. <laughs> we're winning the league. <laughs> Listen, you've got... I, I don't know what the broken foot has done to you, yeah? But bro, you've bro, gone from listen, title challenge please. to winning the league in like two two hours, bro. Like, bro I, I couldn't care less, yeah? <laughs> And the thing is, for me to say that, you know me. That's I know, that's thing. what I'm saying. There's something if wrong with me, bro. The, the morphine, the morphine. And Tierney, we are winning the league. I'm putting yeah. £100 on it. I'll bro. put £100 on it. Listen. I'm telling you now. Listen, I need everybody out. Are you self-medicating, City, bro? Liverpool, City and Etihad. Bang them up. 3-1, bang them up. Now, on a real though, I do think we'll push for the title because... Even though, like, a lot of what I said will still apply, I just feel that the blend of attributes, especially physical attributes, and the amount of pressure we can put on defences with those four players in our, in our, in, in our attacking options... Um, it would be dumb. Options, yeah, it's ridiculous. We, we will, even, I don't care how bad a coach Emmy is going forward, you're going to score hatfuls of goals. Mm. Hatfuls of goals. All you need is a semi-competent defence and a midfield that can supply that attack. Mm. And that's it. Honestly, Zaha and top of Pepe this is, is a game changer. Um, what Liverpool are doing, isn't it? 
Exactly. It's a game changer. And the thing is, everyone was saying, OK, mm. Liverpool, we were comparing the tax. In my opinion, if we sign Zaha, our attack's better than Liverpool's. Mm. OK. Our attack is better than Liverpool's. But, but, Seriously. But, but, I mean, to get Zaha, would that mean we would have to sell someone? Um, sorry? I thought we'd have to sell someone to get Pepe, so who knows? But I feel like the Palace is, I don't want think... the money up front, don't they? Lille, we've kind of got away of it because, you know, they're offering us um cushy instalment plan, but Palace are a bit more wise to it. Bob, Nat West is there! Barclays is there! Get low, <laughs> <over>, bro! <laughs> Get low, bro! Bob, what's the, the, the base rate is what? 0.75%? 4%? Nero's done his research, you know? He's done bro, his due diligence, bro. Bob, you know? Oh, <laughs> Let's get that Wonga low, man. Bruv, Wonga, you're nuts. Nah, do it. If, you, if, if they have the opportunity to do it, that would show the most balls I've ever seen from my club in my lifetime. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, anything, anything is possible with Don Raul at the helm, man. Bruv, that is balls. <laughs> nah, nah, seriously, if they do that, I rate them. I rate Cronky, mm. I rate Raul. That's balls. You, you've gone for it. You've gone for it. Say no more. No matter what, we're not, even if we epically fail, I cannot complain. Yeah. Lero, you 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 prefer Zaha to Pepe, right? Yes, definitely. So you think you think Zaha's the better player? Yes, yeah. Okay. Does anyone yes, else so agree? Do I. With, right. So Dan, you agree yeah, as well? Yeah, so do I. Okay. So yeah, I did. Oh, no, so, I don't. I don't. Well. Adrian, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's the better player. I think he looks for me. Zaha, he does a lot of work, but again, the consistency of his end product is not there for me. And if you're looking at numbers alone then Pepe's killing him or you, you, you understand what I'm saying if you're looking at last season and this season what I hear from people but he's at Palace but even at Palace you can still consistently put in good balls score good goals and etc and he's not doing that I was, watching, I was looking at a YouTube channel the other, guy, the other day and the guy pulled up some stats where he scored goals from and it's a total opposite side from where he likes to take the shots mm. from anyway I just feel there's a lack of quality in the end product of Zaha. Like he's dangerous, he does everything. Like he takes on players, he does. But then I see him put a ball out for a throw on nine times out of ten. Like the main, the main thing for me with Zaha is is the knock on effect. Like the way this guy will create um higher scoring um scenarios for Aubameyang and Lacazette, mm. and then like I just think especially Aubameyang, like the higher scoring scenarios he can create through his dribbling because. As fast as dribbling goes, and then in the league, there's no one else really. There's yeah. no one. Hazard has gone Zaha. Like Premier League defenders are on skates. Mm. Yeah. Like, they need to double up on him. Like, Zaha so is such a handful. He dominates an attack. He dominates the focus yeah, of an attack. And exactly as Dan is saying, when you've got a player like that, who even if he's not putting in quality balls, he's dominating the focus of attack because teams can't handle him. They're hacking him down. You've got quality players like Aubameyang, like and Pepe, who are who, who are free. Who, who have more time, that extra split second to do things. But um, in terms of Zaha and the stats thing, like, I'm not sure if I said it on the last pod, and I don't know if I'm repeating myself, but um, Zaha scored, I mean, Pepe scored, what, 14 non-penalty goals and got 10 assists. Yeah. Zaha got 10 goals, and he doesn't, I don't think he takes penalties, and he got 5 assists. Yeah. Zaha is in, Chris, yeah, he's in Chris Palace, who's playing 17th. Pepe finished second in their league. Yeah. If you go back to when Pepe finished, I think, 16th or 17th in their league, he got 12 non-penalty goals and 5 assists. Mm-hmm. The, the, those numbers aren't dissimilar from Zaha. His stats are highly inflated with penalties. Yes, he's more creative. Yes, he creates more big chances, but really and truly, the goals aren't that significantly different when you actually adjust for one, the level of uh, their team they're playing in relative to their league, and two, the level of the leagues, because at the end of the day, it's harder to score in the Premier League than it is, is in France. 
and no one's no one scores more in the Premier League than they do in France unless they significantly improve. So I, I feel like the numbers thing is a little bit overstated with Pepe and Zaha, to be honest. Unless Pepe massively kicks on from here, if you look at what they've done in terms of their careers so far, I think it's a little bit overstated. Yeah, I mean, I've pulled up the statistics. So, I mean, you'll be, it's no surprise to hear that Pepe trumps him in absolutely every metric you can find except dribbling. Um, so, in terms of goals, expected goals, chances created, expected assists, you know, you know, you get that, that map thing on understat. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a bit nuts still. But obviously that but doesn't his, tell. his team was nearly challenging for the title. His team was coming well, as much it, as you can for PSG. It was, but then, you know, players like Madison um, created more than Zaha. Um, Crystal Palace are shit. Yeah but, but, yeah, but they finished above Bournemouth and Ryan Fraser created more than Zaha. Yeah, true. Fair enough. And fair enough. I, I'm, okay. I'm, listen, I'm not, listen, I understand the causal link between being... A, a top of the table side and that going along with you creating more chances I, I absolutely get that but mm. I'm I kind of I do agree with Adrian that um I do have a reservation about Zaha's ability to um his final ball essentially yeah. and I feel like someone with his weapons I agree with that. someone with I, his weapons I agree with that. someone with his arsenal should probably be creating a bit more like I've got his expected assist here um, his expected assists for last season was five. He got five assists. Um, so, you know, he was acting on par. Um, I just feel like someone with his attributes should probably be doing a bit better than that. They um, should. No, when I look I at his, his big chances created, I think he only created six big chances last season. I understand Palace don't have great strikers, but, you I, I, know, I, he did I have Mitchell Batshuayi for a bit. I find it difficult to assess those stats. Sorry? I find it difficult to assess those stats and contextually because... We're talking about different leagues. We're talking about different player profiles. Also, who they're playing with. I mean, Pepe plays with Ikone, uh, Bamba, players that kind of suit his skill set. Like, they're doing little interchanges, breaking lines. I don't quite know if, or feel like Zao has the the, the, great, the greatest environment around him at, at Palace. He probably and doesn't. Then, he I, doesn't, does he? That, let's, yeah, let's exactly. be real. He doesn't have the greatest environment at Palace. And that is definitely a factor into why his numbers maybe exactly. are a bit smaller. But... And, and that... I have similar reservations about his end product, um, but I just feel like the skill set he has is so unique and is um, is so severe that it could benefit the team overall greatly. Yep. So um, Agreed. Agreed. that's that's what that's just what I'm looking at, and yeah. I'm not trying to knock Pepe. Like I'm like, I think Pepe has the type of skill set as well. He could explode next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen Salah do it. Like, it's not not like he's going to do exactly the same. No. But they're similar, similar kind of players. Yeah, a lot of a lot of great runs off the ball. Um, hungry for goals, um, good left foot to finish. So, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy with either, but um, I kind of slightly prefer Zaha because of the knock-on effect. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, just like I mean, we 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 were arguing about Carrasco and Fraser. Wait, I'm done. At the beginning of the summer, when we were linked with Fraser and that, I was getting spots and I was getting acne. <laughs> I think I lost about a kilo in weight. I was having night sweats waking up. Like, I, I was stressed. So, yeah, now I'm so chilled. And to be honest, I'm happy with whatever I get because at least it's not them, man, there. Yeah. Oh, God. Wait, Arsenal fans Jesus. were kidding themselves that Fraser was good enough, you know. Wow, well, I was going. Man, 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 you know what? Man you, I, I even argued one year. He said, he, he told me categorically, Fraser is better than Ozil. Yeah, that's uh, Jesus. I, I, I need to drive to his house. Wow. You need to name the shape still. Have you got an at name? Because we can bombard <laughs> insults to him still. 
But yeah, that's that's a bit nuts. Um, just in regards to Zaha, just th- those links. Um, so obviously, f- I can't see us being able to afford it. So what with Tierney, which I do expect to go through. I don't know what the first instalment would be, but I'm imagining maybe about ten to fifteen million. Um, I don't know how I, I don't know how accurate that is, but then that would probably bring our spending for the summer to about thirty five million. Um, so that doesn't leave enough in the budget for Zaha. Uh, I know we're selling Bielik, which we'll get to later, but that's I, again I don't know the dynamics of that deal. I don't know how that's that's spread across. Um, do you see if if we are indeed in for Zaha? Do you guys see uh, a, a high profile departure from Arsenal in the next uh, ten days or so? No. Um, I mean, the only high-profile thing, which would be the highest of highest profiles, is if Mustafi leaves. Then I mean, that, then that, that's big. <laughs> but in terms of like, I'm assuming you mean Aubameyang, Lacazette, then yeah. man, mm-hmm. I, I don't see, I don't no. see happening. So yeah, I, can't I, see that, I mean, I, but then, but then, if if that doesn't happen, I don't see Zaha happening. Um, but to be honest, who knows? Like, who, uh, because I, I didn't see any of this happening. To be fair, so I, I, I'm, I'm clueless. I'm just completely I'm just, I'm just here for the ride. Yeah, that's a fair. I point. think we don't know what's going on at the club. We, I think we probably don't even know the budget. Like, mm. we, we're still talking about this 45 mil. We don't know if it actually is. Mm. I know it's, it's still looking like it, and we, they're doing greatly operating the way they have been. But is it really? We don't know. Like, it's mm. just so secretive. And I even think Unstein looked out the loop this year. Like he said, we didn't bid for Pepe, and then yeah. um, when the information broke um, through other journalists, he, he kind of jumped on the bandwagon. So mm. oh. I just don't know if there's the information that's coming to the market about Arsenal from from credible news outlets is actually accurate. Mm. I, just, I think they have no clue what the fuck we're doing. It, yeah. You know um, why? It's because Raul is moving like yeah. a slimy yeah, bastard, yeah. and I love it. He's mm. being so coy, <laughs> leaking we, things yeah, at the right time. Mr. Zach tried to so come on the cruddy one, yeah, about, oh, you know, when I was there, we tried the statistical approach, but. Fuck off, you nerd. Fuck off, you nerd. Fuck off, you nerd. When you say mud size of sea, yeah? Yeah, bruv. We're talking about cigars and then sting, man. We're just like, pull up a cigar, talk to an agent. That's how we get deals done, B. Listen, Don said, yeah, he's giving me a lot of hope, man. Like, I think we need someone who is quite ruthless in the market, man. We haven't had anyone like that for... Yeah, man. I don't think we've had anyone like that in my my life. Not too corrupt, but a bit corrupt. Yeah, that's what we need, yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's um let's go on to some of the potential incoming. So, uh, Dan, you said you're you're uh, an advocate for signing Kadira. I'm very this much against it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who say advocate? No, you say. Yeah, Lewis is trying to throw me under the bus and drive Listen, me we can go back. We can go back. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, go, um, what was your what was your thoughts behind the Kadira signing? Basically, I'm not too much against it um, because I just feel like we Sound lack like a advocate proper to me. help. Of a, um, okay, maybe I'm an advocate <laughs> then. <laughs> but um, I just feel like we kind of lack that profile. We just, I don't want him to start every game. I just think certain games we'd be able to utilise him. Um, if we can get him at no transfer fee, um, 100k for on a on a one year deal, I, I'd do it. Why not? Like just have him for the year and then you use him when we can. I, I hope we really can get like a. Like um, like a, I think he earns like 140 a year. So I might be wrong. No, these man, I, this time's man's asking for 230 yeah. racks. He, he's <laughs> asked for six million mm. um, pre-tax, which works out to be is it 220, 230 post-tax, a week? Post tax, post tax, sorry, yeah, yeah, 230. Oh. 
Yikes. I mean, I mean the game. <laughs> no, no. To me, at the end, that's too much to be honest. That's too much to be honest. But I'm warming to the idea of having someone with that profile on our team because mm. we need it. Um, mm. Simply to compete in these bigger games, I feel, or these more physical games. Um, I don't want the core fucking bullying our midfield again, like the way I saw it last time. But when they had ten men, he was pamming all midfield all over the place. Painful so to watch, boy. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Them, and, and, ten men. And now you see what I mean about Sabios because that's not going to change. Mm. They're just going to run yeah, over us. Yeah, yeah. They're going to run over yeah. us. Yeah, yeah agree. I, I, At I least if we've got Zaha and Kepa, we just knock it long, blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knock <laughs> it long, fam. Put it in the, put it in the channels. <laughs> put it in the channels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do agree that someone like Kadira would be like in terms of attributes. Um, that's what I'm looking at, mate. Yeah, yeah. attributes, but in, like his overall profile. My, but that's it, X, isn't it? X isn't attributes, because man is finished. Yeah, he's 32. He, he's, yeah. He's close. Needs a one. Pump him, up, pump him up with painkillers and play five games. Nah, fam, it's not about painkillers, man. Like, when, trust me, like, when you when you get to them ages, there, like mm. your body stops, it, it fails you, innit? Trust me, I, I know. I think he, he recently <laughs> turned 32 as well, on it. So yeah. I just, I, I just think we need someone of that kind of profile. Mm. Um, obviously, desperation <laughs> um, has kicked in, um, and and I think we might even do that deal, man. It looks really weird. Like he was at the embassy the other day. Yeah. Um, you would actually want to offload him because um, of his wages. I think we'll end up maybe being desperate and doing it. And the also, rumors, I think... the... Sorry, yeah, the rumour is I will only do it if on any leaves and he's on, on any replacement in the squad. That's mm. an expensive replacement, boy. No uh, transfer fee, though. You might get 10 but then, Yeah, but then you're paying... You're paying a, uh, is, he on, is he on a free transfer? Yeah. So you're going to pay him a huge signing-on fee, then? He, Juventus said they would rescind his contract. <laughs> so does that Happily. mean he would get like a big signing on fee then if he's on a free? Probably, yeah. So you're probably looking at like five or six million pounds signing on fee as well. That's crazy. You know, which How is... much can we get for Nani? 10, 15 maybe? That's a lot of player. To, uh, that's a lot of money. If you're talking about... I, I can't see him doing yeah, it anything is, less than 150k, 5 million pounds signing on fee. That's a hell of a lot yeah. for one year to be, what, fourth or fifth choice uh, option. I, I get, get, get Willock some more creativity now because he might have to bulk up a little bit more. Willock could be the guy. Willock could <laughs> be to be the honest, guy. if you're going to pay someone... I think he could. If, if you're going to pay someone well, yeah. 160, 170 in wages, so what's that? That's going to be the equivalent of about, what, 7, 8 mil a year and then you're going to pay a 5 mil signing on fee. That's going to be, what, 12... 12 mil or whatever yeah. why don't you yeah. try a cheeky one for um, Sangare just mm. say look we're going to pay you 8 mil up front and we'll pay you out 22 mil over X amount of years because the rumours are he's only sort of going to go for about 20 to 25 mil right. euros mm. so why, why not try a cheeky one for Sangare like and him? actually get someone from long term um, I think he's got work to do I think mm. he needs to be more polished yeah. but I love his physical attributes mm. and I do like it's, it's similar to Pepe. I don't know if his quality will transition over because he's a bit loose, mm. but he's got the physical attributes. He's a reasonably good dribbler from central positions. He's mm. reasonably good under pressure from central positions. Very strong, good strides, good in tackles, good in duels. So I feel like that's the kind of attribute we need in midfield. So why not? Why not try? And, if you're going to spend all that money on Kadira, why not try and get him? He's 22 mm. years old. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Hear. I definitely. Hear, yeah. Fair enough. Um, um, I just we just need that profile. Um, yeah. Um, Sangare will definitely be my preference, um, but I just feel like. If we let that profile, we'll end up coming short in some games when we're thinking, if we just had that one guy just for this game, yeah. um, it would have been a big difference. So that's what I'm looking at like that. 
Fair enough. Um, it's gone. A, it's, it picked up a bit on the Tierney news. Like all the ITKs, all the Arsenal ITKs are saying it's it's done. Um, but then you know some of the mainstream media is saying like I just saw a news report today from the Daily Record, who I think are like one of Scotland's biggest papers. They've said that um, Arsenal uh, have there's been no movement in the deal. So. I guess it's one of those ones where, you know, just like the other deals, we don't really know what's going on. Um, I believe yeah, it probably, probably still... Poker. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe it probably still will happen um, because the right people seem to be saying that uh, that it's done. Um, there's been a lot of voices coming out of Arsenal this week saying, you know, it's practically done. Now they're looking at, you know, other targets. Um, like a centre back, so hopefully we get Tierney done because I I've been binging on videos of him this week. Um, I love his PMP man. Um, it's needed, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Like he's like Kalasinac has got P, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's got P, P, but he hasn't got the other P. Yeah, Kalasinac is a madman. He can't. He can't he he's got PMP actually. He, he's actually pretty quick in a straight line. But he in a straight line, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm no saying. Like kind of thing. And also, he can't defend. He's got no defensive instincts whatsoever. Yeah. Snatch. Like he, you can tell, he was not raised as a defender. Like he, he doesn't know what he's doing. No. So um, I would definitely Tierney. He's, he's a bit of me, definitely, man. I, yeah. I, I, I wanted him for a while. So he looks good, man. He looks good. He's got a whip on him, uh, and he, and he breaks it. Very Brexit. He's hard Brexit. He's a homegrown hard Brexit. Man. We need that. We need that. Three red cards pen the season, though. Like, wow, some of them care. <laughs> um, Just in regard to that, though, um, if we were to sign Tierney, where does that leave Monreal and Klasnach? Who would go? Would anyone go? Because I don't know. I think, I, I I don't think none of them will go. Hmm. I reckon if we did get Tierney, then agents would start shaking around and I think you might get a Sociedad come in with like a three mil, four mil bid for Monreal or something. Which we must take because Monreal just... I don't think Monreal adds any real quality to our side anymore, does he? He's just... Hold on, hold on. I think... I, I would take it if it comes, but I feel like... And we could revert back to um, five at the back this year. So he's playing LCB. I would rather that option not you know be I mean? there. Oh, Okay. I'd rather that not option not be there, so I'd get rid of um, Monreal, if I'm being honest. I mean, in terms of squad space and in finances, you, you have to get rid of one. Having three left-backs makes no sense. Mm. Makes no sense, yeah. yeah unless, unless, unless what happens is we don't get the centre-back and then he considers Monreal as that last centre-back. But he's already said he can't play centre-back in a two, so I don't think that's going to happen. Right, OK. Fair enough, then. Um, Rigani, obviously, there's been a few... Um, rumours about him about a loan deal I mean I said I said last week I don't know about these Italian defenders but I can't I can't I've, I haven't watched him so I can't really nah. say too tough um, I just too slow no PMP right. don't want it don't want it all I want now in my team is P and P mm. to the max I want everyone to be, <laughs> yeah. I want everyone to be fast agile strong as yeah. a basic standard yeah. like not interested in any slow defenders fair enough man any, does any is anyone interested in Rugani? No, um, I agree with the PMP thing. Um, so I just I'm tired of defenders getting physically bullied. So mm. I just don't want to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Diego Costa punch Mustafi and Koscielny, but I don't want to see that kind of shit. <laughs> Wait, get Gabriel back. <laughs> um, so if not Rugani, then who who else? Because 
I, I did see some... I'm seeing I can't on TE. On TE. Uh, yeah, on loan that would be on nice. On TE I've seen today, some rumours. Yeah. With his knees. With his knees. On loan though. So you, so, so you want him to do his knees on our books? Mm. No. Well, um, what, what, what was the injury that he had? I don't Bruv, even know what the injury From what I hear, he's got no meniscus. Like His meniscus is finito. Oh my God, really? No, I, well, from what I hear, he's got, he's got a meniscal problem. So... I, like he's had chronic problems for a long time uh, ever mm-hmm. since he had an injury so I, I'm not really interested in any in big money for any injured players mm-hmm. so who does that leave us yeah. with then because the problem the problem is we need to get the age profile of our centre back <coughs> because we're going to have Holding who's young um, Saliba who comes in next season who's young yeah. Socrates who's aging mm-hmm. you kind of you always need experience at the back so you kind of want that person in that like 25, prime bracket Exactly that mm. that prime bracket who can either play with Socrates and um, as his agent and do his dog work for him, or has enough experience to bring on Saliba, Holding, etc., and hold it down. And the, the, the ideal person has gone to um, Atletico and um, Hermoso. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm, not really, I'm not really sure who, who who else is about, but we do need some experience. But there's someone who's not too old, I think. And I looked a bit. I looked a bit at the options to centre back for that age range, and they're a bit limited. As uh, so, further down, um, young centre backs. There's quite a few and a lot of options. And um, but in that age range that uh, Leo has mentioned, it's, it's pretty difficult. And then um, I saw Amanda Izzel, but again, centre back a bit too short. Um, he's quick, but I, I need that prime PMP. I need him to be tall, good coordination. I don't want no dangly feet. Mm. <laughs> And does bad pace, do you know what I mean? So didn't Izzo um, just sign a new contract? Could... Has he? Oh. Yeah. I think he just yeah, signed I mean... a new contract to Reno or something like that. I was read the other day. Oh right. Mm. But we just need a copy of Kulibali somewhere <laughs> in the market. <laughs> well I, we saw a link, um I posted one in today about that bank um uh, what's his name? Kamara, is it? But Leroy yeah, said he's for, not going um, Marseille. Anywhere. Um, apparently, well, I, I follow a few Frenchies, so I'm there translating on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, like, trying to do, do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but they said it's not for sale, innit? So. Fair enough, man. Um, all right, exits. Um, so we spoke about Mustafi a little bit, um, but that, that that seemed like... Do you know what? I was more excited about Mustafi leaving than Pepe joining, I'll tell you that. Because, <laughs> do you know what, yeah? If there was anything I learned from the Leon game was we can have all the quality in the world on the pitch, but just having Mustafi playing, yeah means that we are susceptible to conceding a goal at any moment in the game. And we just need to get him <laughs> off the box ASAP. So when I'm seeing 25 million euros from Monaco, it's like Christmas come early, mate. You know, like, <laughs> I, 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 I was yeah. so excited about that. It's kind of gone a bit quiet, but... And I thought we were on banter as well, like saying 25 million euros. I was thinking... Uh, you know, like, these guys watch Premier League, you know, they get Premier League in France. So, yeah, I was a bit, you know, but I mean, if they won him, I would, I would sell him for a quarter of that. I really would. Just I get think, um, I think, um, I, I don't know who, who was it, but someone in the group said something about him. Um, I think it's, um, the Monaco links maybe come from Mendes, right. um, simply because we're working with Mendes right now and he's, mm. um, he start, he's helped us with the Pepe deal he probably's trying to shop some of our players around right. so I don't know how credible or how concrete this 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 lead really is um so um maybe there's probably just probably just a hopeful one um I've read something about Mustafi trying to prove himself like you've you proved enough oh, <laughs> you've is, done enough like he is the most like, proven really player in the world right now mate. <laughs> <laughs> like there is no player in the world with more, with less to prove than Mustafi I'll tell you that for sure <laughs> just uh but yeah, I mean, if we can get him, 
gone. That's I hate to say it's almost like a new signing. Because like realistically, who, who do you boys think we can actually sell this window still? Mm. Sorry, say that again. Who do you think we can still sell this window? Um, we can still go Nenny, realistically. Yeah, Al Nenny. If we've been, if we we can sell them all if we're sensible with cash. But the thing is, I think we're asking for ridiculous money for them. Oh, Nenny's like ten mil, isn't it? 10 mil for Anani, 10 mil for Koscielny, yeah, um, 20, 20 mil for Chambers, and, and 25 mil for Mustafi. Like, come on, bruv. We have to start being realistic. I know, I understand, yeah. like, they want to, you know, they don't want to, you know, you have to go in hybrid negotiation. But at the same time, you don't want to scare teams off. You don't, you, if the interest is there and the interest is concrete, you want to you want to maintain interest. And um, 10 million for Elneny, I reckon teams are probably looking at Elneny and thinking, can we get him for three or four? So if, if ten is the starting point, they're just going to be like, "Well, we'll look, we'll look elsewhere." Especially on these wages yeah. as well. You know, he's not. Uh, El Nenny's on what seventy, eighty k maybe. Where's he going to get that? And the thing is, you got to think about the. Chilling, you no? you, you <laughs> got to think about the type of teams that will go after these players because El Nenny's going to be mid-table French clubs mm. and and shit like that. So yeah. they they can't afford ten mil for for any kind of centre mid. Yeah, because Shoney as well, we're asking for 10 million for, you know, we're not going to get 10 million from Rennes for Koscielny. Yeah. No, it's no. just not going to happen. No they don't even have 10 million to spend, probably. So we need to be a bit more realistic. Uh, Bielik is obviously leaving to Derby, um, which, you know, I mean, a lot of people were saying he could be the answer to our centre-back problems. I personally didn't, I, I, I watched him and I didn't see anything that, made me think you know what this is the guy we need he looks he looks nice you know he's, he's solid on the ball um bit stiff for me um and I, that kind of put me off so the fact that we're getting 10 million for him and he hasn't even i don't has he played a game for us i don't know if, if he's played he, a competitive game for us before played two two games right yeah i so think it's about two that that's that's like the touch of the chelsea's you know where they managed to sell a player for you know, uh, ten million. That's never played for them before. So that's that's a sign of good business from me. Um, I'm not too fussed if he goes on to be a great player because, you know, uh, he doesn't really fit the profile of what I would like right now. Um, any thoughts on a Bielixel or no? Cool. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I did. I did kind of like his profile. I'm um, just someone that can. Um, evade pressure and bring the ball out of the defence but listen at the end of the day we're pushed up for casual and we have and I don't think he will go into the first team as well and I'm not sure how much how much opportunities he would be able to get so I think 10 million is a good deal for us yeah fair good enough <clears throat> alright let's, um, let's let's crack through some listeners questions then before we wrap things up um, <clears throat> okay uh, Kelechia Ianaku asks, uh, has Capo Raul surpassed David Dean's standing at this club? <laughs> like, it might be a bit. <laughs> like, David Dean bought us our greatest ever manager, so I don't know. Wait, wait. Uh, first thing first, first thing first. Is that, is that Kalechi, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yo, Kalechi's the greatest. Kalechi, stop <laughs> tweeting. Stop <laughs> tweeting about Arsenal. I've added nothing to it. You are going to end. We will be finished. Shut your mouth. Leave it alone. Stop it. That's all I want to say. What is he? Is he? Is he speaking too soon? Is he? Bro, bro you bro, literally bro, just said if we sign Zaha, we're going to win the title, bro. <laughs> the whole time. 
If Mo Salah and LFC and everybody like leave it alone, like chill for a bit. Oh, he's the one that's given Fahi the ammo to to talk big. Yeah, all right, cool. Cop and podcast are gonna be a nightmare when that season starts. If this guy don't bang, stop tweeting. Emotional today. They were very emotional today because you know we asked some questions on the Touchline account that they weren't quite happy with, but. You know, look, just just chill, Kalechi, right? Um, yeah, just mate. just wait in the shadows, man. You don't have to do it now, man. <laughs> Bob, I, I will ring your mum to get a phone taken off you. I will <laughs> ring, I will ring her. I swear down. Stop tweeting. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I I don't think it has. It hasn't, has it? But um, it's it's a good sign because. I think when he came into the club, we we all had quite a lot of reservations about him because of his time at Barcelona and, you know, it it didn't seem to match the direction that we were looking to go forward with this whole, like, stats and smart kind of uh, scouting. Um, And also with the way we were being run previously as well, with, like, giving players inflated contracts when they they shouldn't have it. Raul seemed like the type of guy that uh, would kind of carry on that behavior but you know so 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 far so good from him um johan yo asks uh who should the start in 11 be against newcastle right. so obviously leno and goal yeah um if we well, sign we Tierney, no back? we're going four at the back 100 percent. yeah so if we sign Tierney, it would be Tierney at left back Socrates has to play, obviously. Tierney's not going to be fit for the start of the season. Who? Tierney, he's not had any pre-season. He's been injured the whole time. What? He's got a hip injury. <laughs> Ost- Ost- pubis. He's got, he's got Ostis pubis injury. And Ballerin is not, not, not going to be fit as well, isn't it? So, no. oh, he's no. making a right back. Left leg probably Kolasinac on Monreal. Um, I think you have to go Monreal. Mm. I think he would go Kolasnach though. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Who's been playing? He'll definitely go Monreal. He would. He would definitely go Monreal in the back. He'd go Monreal. Okay. And who? And who? And who would partner Socrates? Chambers. It's looking like Chambers at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking like Chambers. Yeah, because Mustafi played today, right? So. No, no, no. Chambers oh. played today as well, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. So we can't look too much into that. But, but Chambers, Chambers played right back at the beginning today. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. So doesn't that mean that Mustafi is looking like he's... Nah, nah. Oh no, no, no! You can't be doing that. I mean, man. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, put bad thoughts in the air. But guys, we have to be realistic. Don't um, spoil the party already, bro. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, do you think? Oh, so this is from Mahogany Don. Do you think? Wow, any of... well, you started eleven. You, you played <laughs> four. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We didn't <laughs> even. We... Sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry, sorry. I'm so used to firing through this questions. Yeah. Twenty marks. We're getting five marks. You know. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, yeah. So we've done the defense midfield. Um, Captain Marvel. Xhaka. Xhaka is yeah. nailed on to start. Xhaka and Ganduzi. Definitely. Xhaka and Ganduzi. Yeah. Özil. Yeah, oh, I, no, but Ozil don't I'm travel not, to I'm, Newcastle, I'm, does he? He's never he's never played there before, has he? It's like whoa. once. Ah, in... oh, shut up, man! <laughs> but, hey, hey, listen, that, that's facts, bro. Like, <laughs> listen, like... listen. Luke, you need to stop this Ozil stuff, man. Listen, like, we're gonna Newcastle... fall out, man. 
he's been to the Newcastle the same amount of time. It's going to be Ozil, Lacazette, Aubameyang on the right, and then I'm not sure who on the left. It's going to probably be one of the young, young, young ones. What? Oh, because Aubameyang isn't back yet, is he? No one, no one's been back, so it might be Nelson. But didn't he get injured today? Uh, I, I didn't even, see, I, I didn't see him get injured. I'm not sure. <laughs> Mkhitaryan maybe. Oh yeah, Yo, Mickey, Mickey, uh, yeah. Yeah, Mickey will probably yeah probably Mkhitaryan, but he'll probably go for someone more senior, won't he? So probably yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And he likes he likes Mkhitaryan in away games. Um, all right, yeah. So does everyone agree with that lineup? Yeah, yeah. I'm good to move on now. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um, yeah. So sorry, Mahogany Don. We will get to your question now. Yeah. Um, he asked, uh, "Do you think any of Arsenal's young players could win the Young Player of the Year?" No. No, I don't think any of them are going to get significant game time, are they? Not I don't think any of them are good enough either. Right. No. So, yeah, that's, good. that's a fair point. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we've got one from Blue Emperor. Maybe Ganduzi, actually. Sorry. Oh, God. Don't let Dissy hear I, that. I still, I still have faith in Emil Smith, but obviously it's not going to be here this year. No, but, nah, Ge- German young player of the year, yeah? Let's, yeah, maybe, let's, man. Let's hope so for your football index. I feel that we'll go to Madison next year. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about to drop some stock in them. What's happened to Madison rumours? Like, I thought he was, he was about to join Man United and stuff, no? I think asking price is so high, isn't it? Mm. Leicester is a mad. Yeah. I think he'll play well next year, though, because I think Leicester are going to pop. I think Leicester are going to yeah, pop or pop. I agree. Yeah. All right. And Blue Emperor asked, one reason our defending was so poor last year was how one-dimensional our attack was. What do you think of the idea that defending by stacking the attack is a valid approach for the Premier League? Teams fear you on the counter. City, for example, had really low tackling numbers. Um, again, I think I've mentioned this on previous pods. It's not City. It's people think it's just because City have an amazing attack. It's their shape when they lose. City's attack, attack, yeah, City's attacking shape actually stops counter attacks mm. because as soon as the ball breaks down, they all know where they have to be and they all know to press it. Arsenal's shape. Their, their centre-backs are too wide and there's a massive hole in the middle of the pitch. Mm. When the ball breaks down, it's one, because we don't expect it to break down and two, we don't have a plan for when it breaks down. Three, we don't have a good shape when it breaks down. Yeah. So I feel like, yes, stacking the attack can be an, an idea, but if you stack the attack with quality, you do that by keeping the ball. The problem is we don't have the quality in the final third, so the moves always break down and then the shape is poor that, yeah. when the moves break down. Yeah. The shape is poor. So that's why we actually yeah. leak goals and it's very, very easy to counterattack us once the ball is broken down. Whereas City, if you have, if you they lose that ball with Sane tries to dribble cut inside and loses that ball, you've got a three man midfield who are there. They're onto him. You've got Sane who goes and presses him there. You've got Guerrero who comes out there. They've got a shape, they will press the ball and they will at least slow you down. And we just haven't got that yeah. and I think one one big thing as well is that they're just their strength with the ball and they're starving off the ball so much that when you actually win the ball you don't know what the fuck to do with it so mm-hmm. and then they're onto you like a rash so um, yeah you don't keep the ball long enough um, yeah they're just completely different animals to be honest mm-hmm. um, in terms of quality and coach um, I think they're, they're not comparable to any Premier League team yeah cool um, Baba uh, Baba Ronald he asks if Zaha is added to the squad, um, we can skip this question because I've asked it. But if we were to keep all track, all, all the players, do you think a four-four-two would be possible with the, with our side? Uh, we don't have the centre mids for it. Yeah. I don't, what I'm... would be the centre mids? For, so you would need you would need a Sangare to partner. You would have need you you would have needed Ramsey and Torreira or something like that. Mm. 
Yeah, and then uh, you, you you need bare energy. You need bare energy. You, you need you need an engine. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then and then obviously two of our best players are not even playing. Especially um, if you're playing Zaha on one side and Pepe on the other side, that's a very offensive. Because um, the thing is, a four four two. If you're going to play compact four, where you, where we did when we had um 2017 with Haleb on one side and Brzezinski on one side, that's different because you've got four people making basically a four man midfield and yeah. they can win the midfield battle. When you've got Zaha and Pepe, they're more forwards so you're going to have it's literally a four-two-four. so that too has to be putting in mad work mm-hmm. yeah you need some of that Endombele man mm, Endombele Endombele only turns up for big games bro. Yeah, yeah yeah he can he, but, he, but, but, but man, 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 can, man can chill like he's got a mad engine when he wants to <laughs> but, but sometimes he's just on a slipping drip and drown thing like mm-hmm. just like around the corner yeah, just chill, sometimes. walking around you know just looking, uh, looking slick if we're going to use someone from Spurs <laughs> I would have said more Sissoko in a four-four-two. no Yes, well, yes. Sissoko would be an ideal midfielder in a four-four-two because yeah, you, it's just animal. It's just pure PMP. Um, PMP. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't appreciate you calling him an animal, Leroy. That's uh, a. <laughs> 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 I'm uh, black. Because if I had said that, yeah, if I had said that, I'd be taken off radio, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, try and do one more last good one okay um, all right let me just quickly scroll up uh, god there's so many um all right here, we'll do this one um this is from dx mil Millade. With a CB and maybe Tierney, <clears throat> and maybe Tierney before the window ends do you think a third place finish is realistic Top four is realistic. I'm not sure about third place. It really depends on Spurs kind of dropping off like they did last year. Mm. Um, but I think top four, uh, it has to be done. Like, if, that is, if we have them them two signing on as well to, um, to what we, we've got right now, um, I'm actually... Up. Obviously, I, I believe Emery's a bum. <laughs> but yeah. I think it'd be hard for him to mess that up. It'd yeah. be hard for him to mess that up. Yeah. I, I'm kind of praying on... Um, so I'm, I'm watching this this situation at Real Madrid a bit closely, yeah? So Real Madrid have looked awful in pre-season. And, uh, you know, there's all sorts of rumours that he's fallen out with. Obviously, Bale is... He's having issues with Bale. Um, and, you know, they, they were awful last season anyway. So I'm wondering if Zidane has a nightmare start to the season, which is possible after their pre-season. Today, they were getting outplayed at parts by bloody Fenerbahce who were awful oh my god yeah exactly yeah. Uh, they won the game in the end but um, it's nothing to shout about I'm just wondering if Real Madrid have a really bad start to the season I know Zidane has got a lot of um, kudos in the tank but Real Madrid act hastily and I just wonder if they sack Zidane would they would be stupid again to not go for Poch again right and if they upset Poch boy Spurs could be in trouble this season. That's that's my that's my thesis, yeah. isn't it? That's my that's yeah, my yeah, tattoo, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen his comments? Have you seen his comments about yeah. he's not a manager? He's just yeah. a coach. He has no clue. Yeah, what's going he's on upset, with man. He's upset. Like, oh, this is really sounding sweet, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm surprised. But there's a few things coming that. out from their club, right? Yeah. Sorry, because Terry, I'm not. Kier, um, what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, uh, Kieran Trippier. 
Trippier. Trippier came out and said there was a thing going on in the background that he's not happy with, mm. but he's not going to talk about no. it. Then you've got Danny Rose, who was looking to move, and now he's back in the squad. And then now you've got Poch come out and they did those comments. So, but, do you know what? Do you know what's, um, what's worth noting as well? Yeah, you know what's worth noting as well is that um, Alderweireld and Ericsson are going into the last year of their contract. They're surely mm. not going to extend. So, what's going to happen with them? Um, if they don't move on Ericsson, are they going to be able to sign or sell? So? That's probably going to upset Poch as well. So, in a way, I'm I'm hoping for Madrid failure. Then um, they'll come for Poch. Yeah, I think that could I think that could be something to watch. But you know, Real Madrid have got a good side. So, Louis, you're a better man, isn't it? This is because yeah, I'm a better man. Things. I'm I'm trying to forecast the market here, mate. I'm uh, you know, like Bobby Axelrod here, mate. I'm looking. <laughs> trying to get all the pieces in play you know but yeah all right cool um is third place realistic um yes. potentially potentially uh, well um, yeah i yeah. think it is because what how many points were we away last season it's like two points One. was it one point one, oh. It, one from four. Oh, but no that's from fourth though that's from fourth yeah i can't remember that was from fourth points. but third went a big gap either no i don't mm. believe it was uh let me just check the table now uh, I think it was two points. Two points. Two points, yeah. wasn't it? Two yeah. points from Chelsea, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's realistic. It's realistic, it's realistic, but, it's realistic, it's but I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's going to happen because I, I feel that there are three teams which are clearly better than the other three. Mm. Um, so I would be very, very surprised unless like something goes wrong like with Poch or something goes wrong um, with Liverpool and they don't start well or something. I just feel like them three are going to be clearly top three. But did- and you've got to remember Chelsea can't sign Man United I don't even know what's going on with Man United and you got but Tottenham what they lost 13 games last season I think mm. they did they did lose yeah, a lot of games but then they've, they've strengthened so they've got Ndombele um, mm. yeah, but that's he's, it he's going to be a monster but after all of that I actually fell into the trap <laughs> sweet alright on that note let's wrap it up um, <laughs> uh, guys just remember another uh, reminder that um, we do have a live show on the 11th of August which is you know it's not too far away now um, we will be doing the live screening of the Newcastle Arsenal game and the Man United Chelsea game so get your tickets on shibs.com um, it's going to be a great day um, we're going to do a live show afterwards as well so you can hear some of our opinions on uh, on, on the stage. It's just going to be great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, come along to that. Um, let's, uh, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter. We're um, Touchy Gooners on Twitter if you haven't followed us already. And obviously subscribe to us on Touchline Frackets if you don't. And use the hashtag as well. Um, and we'll be back the same time next week. Um, guys, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Cool, man. Yeah. See you later. In a bit, in a bit. To 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Go! Could have went left, but it went right. Because it wasn't wrong, but it went right. So it was Ian, but it went right. One half on side. MVP is a great kick. Can they get it to positive? Could have had that fight, but I'm gonna walk on side. Man, I have to drop that man. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a oh, good energy. Man, I'm gonna work with a bad man vibe. None of these guys can't do it. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's foul. Man, I'm
That's the response of Arsenal. And Chelsea simply lost their focus in the joy of equalising. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on side. Man has to grab that ball. Can he go all the way here? Still Nazareth. Looks like Shabby. Wonderful play from Arsenal. Arsenal Wenger's philosophy put into practice. And not even Barcelona can come up with an answer. The goal worthy of it. Trust me. Total Wine & More is a wonderland to explore. Thousands of wines and spirits, unexpected pairings and great gifts. Low prices and helpful guides. Make the holidays magical at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Sports Social Podcast Network.